everyone and welcome to another Bible study here at One Love Live at Love Walk and my name is Lila Winston, your host, and I want to welcome you to the Bible study. I want to encourage you to grab your Bible so that we can go into the Word of God so that we can learn practical tips and steps on how to live a more godly life and of course to accomplish our purpose in the earth. So today we're going to talk about the translated people as translated people. I think this is a really important Bible study because it really is going to give us a very clear understanding of what it means to be translated. And um, I think this is powerful because I think we can see this in the life of Paul. We can see that with his life as Paul and Peter. We can see, I'm sorry, Paul and then Saul. Um, We can see this in the life of Peter, you know, as he grew into what he would become. We see this in the life of many of the believers. And I want to show you how that applies to you. Um, And so we're going to go to Colossians chapter one. We're going to go to verse 13. And I think this is a powerful, um, this is a powerful chapter actually. And if you have an opportunity, I do hope you will sit down and read this one. So I'm going to read uh, Colossians chapter one, verse 13. And it says, who has delivered us from the power of darkness and has translated us into the kingdom of his dear son. And so this is our anchor text. And I think this is a powerful anchor text because it's saying something very um, clear it's telling us that we have been translated. And I think a lot of times we don't realize as believers that we have been translated and what that actually means as a believer. Because a lot of times, you know, people out there are looking for an identity, for who they are. And oftentimes, you know, when you become a believer, you might be told, well, this is what you need to do and this is what you need to do. Um, But sometimes you just need to get still so that you can find out what that purpose is in your life. And I think this idea of translation is very key when we think about purpose, because when you become a believer, you have to step into purpose. It's not something that, you know, happens 10, 15 or 20 years down the line. It's something that you immediately begin. It's as though, you know, God has created you to be a new creature. And that's exactly what he says in the Bible. So to understand what does it mean to be translated? That word, if you look it up in the Greek, it means to transfer. It means changed. And it also means translate. And if you understand what translation means, it means that you are the same sentence, just in a different language. Remember that you are the same sentence in a different language. And I want to encourage you to understand the power of translating something back into its original language, which is something that I think, um, we need to highlight is the fact that sometimes if you're reading something uh, in a secondary language, you might not get all of the nuance that you would get if you read it in its original language. So what I'm trying to say is that when we are translated back into the kingdom of God, we are then translated into a language that more adequate, adequately and more authentically represents us. So we are translated into the language that God created us in. Sin was the thing that came in and corrupted us. It turned us into a different kind of language so that we were, we produced a different kind of communication in the world. So it's important to understand that you will have some of the same attributes, 
but it's just different and you're going to use it in a different way for the kingdom. We can see this with Paul. He was a very strong willed man and he was very knowledgeable in the uh, scriptures and he traveled widely and he was just very influential and it is no surprise that when he became a believer he did the very same thing as a believer in Christ so he was translated when he had that moment where you know he had this moment where he met God you know on the road he was translated he had this moment of translation where what he meant still is the same he's the same Paul He's just translated into the language that best suits him. He's translated back to his original language, the original language that God created him in. And God gives the correct translation of who we are. That's something really important to remember. A lot of people are out there wondering who they are and what they are. They're doing things to their body, to their mind, to their soul. They're trying to figure out where they fit in life. And the reason they don't know that is because they've been translated from an original language into a secondary or even a a third language, uh, a tertiary language. So that's really, you're getting and moving further and further away from the original language. And that often means things are, if you've ever heard the term lost in translation, I think that's something we as believers need to realize that we are often lost in translation as unbelievers, but when we come back to Christ, we have all these new understandings of who we are, why things happen in our life. So it's important that, you know, just because things don't make sense in your life, um, maybe outside of Christ, when you become a Christian, we start getting more context and meaning because we have this new translation in Christ. You are translated so that you're translated back to the original language. So God knew who he was making when he made you. He knew. Remember, we all came from God. He he blows the breath of life into us. So we have to remember that God knows who us, us well. There's actually a scripture where David says, "You knew me when I was in my mother's womb." That's that's pretty <laughs> that's pretty intimate. That's a very very intimate way to be acquainted with someone. And so if he knew us then, then he knows who he made us to be. Now we have to remember we're both spirit and flesh. So that means that, you know, the Lord is taking a piece of who he is when he takes part of his spirit out he's creating us. So that is why all of us have some aspect, some characteristic that is like the most high. So we have to keep that in mind. And when we come to Christ, we begin to understand who we are better. If we are wise to study the word and to study the way in which God works in us. And I did a Bible study, I think it was maybe a week or so ago, and it's called the works of God in you. And I think it's really important uh, to read that one and to, I'm sorry, to listen to that Bible study and really listen to the scriptures in there. We want you to pick out the scriptures in there because it really sort of hones in on the fact that God does a work in us, regardless of sometimes whether we're even aware of doing it. And that is because he has created us like a sentence. He knows what we are. He knows us better than anyone else. And when we come out of sin and we become believers, he has translated us back to the original language. And so you're supposed to operate in that way. And we do that better when we renew our mind, when we're reading the word of God and when we're growing in Christ. I want to read you a scripture in Colossians chapter one, verse 10. It says that you might walk worthy of the Lord to all pleasing, being fruitful in every good work and increasing in the knowledge of God. 
So think about that. He wants you to be increasing in the knowledge of God. And I would like to challenge everyone who is listening to this Bible study to ask yourself, am I increasing in the knowledge of God from today to next week to to, to next year? Have I increased, let's say, from uh, April or have I increased from 2019 or 2018 if you're a believer? I think that's something we need to be cognizant of and we need to be thinking of as believers. Am I increasing in the knowledge of God? Am I reading his word and understanding it? You know, and that is the question you want to ask because just going to a service, listening to a Bible study or whatever, if you're not increasing in the knowledge of God, that is an issue. And then the second thing I want to ask you is, are you increasing of the knowledge of God without a pastor, without a Bible study, without a devotional? Are you taking the time to learn something new in the Bible uh, at least once a month, at least once a year. <laughs> I think it's really important for us to do that. And then the next thing is that it says in Colossians 1 and 10, it says that you might walk worthy of the Lord to all pleasing. So we know that our goal is to please the Lord. And how do you walk worthy to someone who gave their life for you? That's pretty amazing to, to walk worthy you know, for someone who gave their life for you. That's huge. And that is what we need to be thinking about when we are living our lives. Now, obviously we've got things to do. We're busy people. There's a pandemic going on. So much is happening in the world. So I know that there are going to be things that you're going to face and maybe they might be somewhat overwhelming. They might be challenging. And so there may be times when you're not reading or times when, you know, you have down times, but I want to encourage you to persevere in learning, persevere in increasing your knowledge and being fruitful in every good work. Be fruitful in every good work. See that the good works that you do bring fruit. You know, I think that's really powerful. And now we're going to go down to Colossians chapter one and 11. It says strengthened with all might, according to his glorious power, to all patience and long suffering with joyfulness, giving thanks to the father, which has made us meet to be partakers of the inheritance of the saints in light. We give thanks to God and the father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. And so that was Colossians chapter one, verse 11 until, uh, verse 12. And, um, and then I read verse three, but, um, basically I think it's important to think of all of these pieces that the writer of Colossians is talking about. He's talking about being strengthened with all power according to our Lord's glorious power patience, long suffering with joyfulness. So the Lord is going to take those things that you might've had when you were an unbeliever, and he's going to translate those into things that you have now as a believer. And he's going to add to that. He's going to add to that patience. He's asking us to add to that patience, long suffering, joyfulness, um, and of course, might according to his power. That's so very key is to take strength from the Lord as you learn who you are translated in him. And of course, we read in Colossians 1 and 3 that we give thanks to God and the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, praying always for you. I want to encourage you and I always say this, 
but don't forget to pray for the saints. Pray for people like me. Pray for people in your family. Pray for anybody that you know is a believer and is working and striving to remain in the faith. We are in the last day, so things are going to be very, very tough for everyone. And so it's really important that we pray for each other and keep ourselves lifted up um, before the Lord. And I want to encourage you to, you know, know that whatever strengths you have or you had, you can now use that for the kingdom. You can now have that translated for the kingdom. And, you know, if you're someone who, um, you know, whatever your gift may be, whatever your gift was when you weren't a believer, I want you to think of using that for Christ, using that for uh, not just the spread of the gospel, because remember, we have more than just the spread of the gospel. We have the equipping of the saints. And I want to remind you that as a believer, that's also your job too, is the equipping of the saints. How can I add to somebody? How can I add a word of encouragement, exhortation? How can I use a gift that the Lord has given me or that has come with me in my translation to support and to help the brother and those who are in the faith? So I just want to encourage you to know that you have been translated and that you can find meaning and context for your life and the experiences that you've had even before you became a believer. If you see yourself through the translation of Christ and how he wanted to build you as a believer, no matter what those experiences are, I like to say make peace with your story, but I want you to understand the things that have happened to you in the past whether they're good or whether they're bad, they are there to help you as you move forward now. It is up to you to decide whether you're going to take them as bad things and whether they're going to be hindrances to you, or you can realize that they've been translated now and you are able to use those to your benefit and to the benefit of others. So don't feel like it's just a liability. Now you can use that because it's been translated And now you can use that to help others, to help yourself, to grow, to minister, whatever the Lord has called you to do. So I want to thank you so much for tuning into this Bible study. Um, And I hope that you will take the time. If you have been blessed by uh, this ministry, please feel free to support me by joining my Patreon. And you can do that by going to patreon.com forward slash L Winston, and you can also support me directly at paypal.me forward slash Leela Winston. So I want to thank you guys so much for tuning in. I hope that you will check me out on social media at One Love Live. That's O N E. L-U-V-L-I-V-E. And that way you'll get some of the uh, scriptures and uh, posts and um, even some of these uh, Bible studies that will be out. So I want to thank you so much. God bless you. Bye.